The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And we are indeed going to bring our soul to work. If you're at work listening right here, right now, thank you for joining. If you're out in your car driving or hanging out in other ways, shape or form listening live, I welcome you to join the conversation today at 816-251-3555. And we're going to be talking about a topic that uh, my clients talk about uh, is is one of the biggest adjustments that they have to make in their transformational journey. And um, I am joined by one of my wonderful, wonderful coaches, Coach Miliana. Uh, hello, Coach Miliana. How are you today? I am awesome. Hello, Superstar Coach Mo. I'm so happy to be with you and <laughs> to be with the wonderful listeners. Hello, Unity Radio. Oh, Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're joining me today on this really perplexing topic because we're going to talk today about can life be easy? What? What? Deep breath. <clears throat> I don't know. Can life be easy? Miliana, we can go in so many directions with this topic, but what I would like to talk about first is... Um, why that might seem like such a strange concept for a lot of us human beings and just talk through a little bit about, um, I guess really why we struggle. And, and to me in my own personal journey of transformation, which is of course ongoing, my own personal journey was, layered with effort and struggle. And I can't tell you that I'm out of the woods on all of that yet, for the most part. But every now and then, there's that old, familiar song in the background, so to speak, that plays. When we are young little people, and some of you who, who know me and follow my work, you might know that I am uh, the delightful uh, grandmother of a two and almost half-year-old and now a one-week-old. Um, and the two-and-a-half-year-old little darling is such a beautiful, precious soul. And at this point yet, although it's kind of getting there because uh, she's two-and-a-half and starting to need some boundaries and some this is okay and this is not okay, but up until kind of this point, we're seeing her soul, we're seeing her, her truth, we're seeing her unfiltered version. And most of the time, although she does get cranky when she's tired, most of the time, she's full of happiness and joy and ease. And I want to do this, and I don't want to do that, and I want to do this, and I want to do that. And certainly we as the adults could put her into boxes more often if we chose to. No, you must do this now. Um, but over her lifetime, God bless her, and over my lifetime, Emiliana, I know over your lifetime as well, we are put into conditions that 
constrain our soul. And you know what, folks, for some of these conditions, it's necessary uh, to get along in human society. And then sometimes what happens in our beautiful life is we have emotional experiences, happy emotional experiences and or unhappy, and then the, the, the gray zone in between. Those emotional experiences are dealt with by our soul, and if we can't handle them, or if we don't know how to process them in a way of, of freedom and ease and flow, we are going to capture them with our intellectual claws, and we're going to make sense of it intellectually. And this creates stuff on our soul, little junky things. And in the um, yoga tradition, in, in all of those uh, Eastern traditions, they call this samskara. Um, these, these, these things that start to invade our soul pile up over the years. And if we don't handle it, we end up efforting, overthinking, worrying, struggling through all of these, all of these trashy little pieces of, of memories that we have stored about how, how tough life is and how difficult and harmful, etc. And we begin navigating life in a way that is avoiding the feelings that we don't want, and in some ways avoiding the feelings that we do want because we were hurt by that not continuing on. So our expectations of goodness not being fulfilled also puts us in a cage of wanting to avoid goodness in many ways. Um, I know I've just kind of talked about an entire philosophy that could be 16 you know, months long, um, in about you know two minutes here, but I want to set the stage of the topic we want to talk about in a way that we understand why life is not easy for most of us. Because Miliana and I are going to break this down, and we're going to talk about how life can be easy. And again, we're here for a one-hour show, so we're going to dive in and 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 really get into this topic at a at a super deep level. Miliana, do you want to add anything else to the, to the component here of, of how we kind of become burdened by life being difficult, hard, et cetera? Go ahead and, and, and give us your expertise and insight on that. Yeah. It has a lot to do with our upbringing, the ideas we buy into, the society, the community. So... We've seen a lot that in struggling is almost like an expectation. So as little children, we are little sponges. And by the age of seven, our brain is just taking everything on as the truth. And we think, well, this is the way it is. And we form our identity and we form what is possible for us and what is possible in the world for us. So struggle is something that we were taught is normal. So a deep human need to belong a deep human need of connection sometimes yes. means that we buy into the struggle to belong. But yes. deep down we know it's like, yes. what if that's not necessary? Like, what if life can be easy? How can life be easy? Upgrading the questions and going into a place of open-minded curiosity. And will life will hit us. So there will, you know, birth is pain, death is pain. In between those two points, there will be physical pain, emotional pain. 
But suffering doesn't have to last for the rest of our life. And we know the work that you do and I do and we do that suffering can be elevated, transformed and healed, let go yes. of, and it can turn into a deep wisdom. So why mm -hmm. we struggle sometimes we just because we don't know better. We, we yes. never stopped and asked, Hey, what if, what if life can be easy? Like, what, what if I can be happy? What if I am not taking on the diagnosis of depression, anxiety till the end of my life? What if there's a way out? And then mm -hmm. I directing our brain and our subconscious mind to find evidence that it is possible. And it is. Yes. Yes. And, and, and you mentioned a few, be, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just love how you said that we all have our difficulties. It's we don't have to sugarcoat it. Like you had your difficulties in your life with your health. I had my difficulties through my life with a, you know, going through a war and eating disorder and other tragedies in my life. Mm -hmm. And what you know, it's sometimes a cliche, but oh, it does turn often into a gift when we look from a place of how can I become stronger from this. How can I learn from this so it doesn't have to repeat? Who do I have to become so it just become, I become stronger? And yes. that, that it becomes just easier for me to deal with. It's really a skill. Like, how can life be easy? It is by developing from the inside and then the outside circumstances just become easier for us to deal with. It doesn't fry our central nervous system or emotional system. You mentioned um, that uh, perhaps having an easy approach to life and having life uh, allow it to be easy is a skill. What you're talking about and what I mentioned about how we, how we kind of make our way through the, the conditioning and the conditions in which we are raised, literally we're being trained to have a certain rule book about how life goes. And, and predominantly we have two rule books. Rule book one is who I am. Oh, I'm just not that lucky. Oh, you know, uh, I, I always uh, get confused when things, whatever. We, we, we have a rule book, a script that we are very committed to. This is who I am. And for most of us, we're not saying things like, I'm so successful. I'm, I'm always able to get what I want. I'm always able to do what I want. And, and typically, if that would be our script, there would be some well-meaning person who would call us out on that. Who do you think you are? What are you, egotistical? What do you think you're the best thing since whatever? And, and literally, we're all the best thing since whatever because we are all divinely created. And so we are all the best. Each of us are the best. And, and then so we have this script about who we are, commitments to who we are based on our, our evidence and the, the things that we're, that we're committed to. And then we have a script of how the world is. And that script is also pretty committed to, and it's super, super emblazoned in our memory. The world is either a nice place, it's friendly, or it's, or it's generous, or the world is full of jealous people, or the full word is world is full of thieves, or the world is full of hatred, or the world is full of love. We have a committed belief system on how the world is and, and, and who we are. Those two commitments craft the filter through which everything comes through. If I believe that drivers in my city are generous and, and, and friendly, I'm going to approach every situation out in the driving world with that filter of generous and friendly. 
If I believe that people who work at my local grocery store are idiots, I'm going to approach everything in my local grocery store with that filter. If I think that I'm lovely and wonderful and generous, that's how I'm going to navigate my world. If I think I am unlucky and down on my luck and never get anywhere, that's how I'm going to approach my world. So we, we are super committed to those things. And Miliana, you do such nice, deep work as a, as a healing practitioner, as a coach, and you literally help people rewrite the script at their nervous system level. Talk a little bit about how these scripts and how these commitments get literally embedded like, like computer software on a hard disk, how they get embedded into the nervous system. And then, and then we'll, we'll start talking about the, the, the treatment for all of this. But talk about how those commitments are embedded. Yeah. So when we are born, we are a blank slate. We are not born with depression. We are not born with low self-esteem or lack of confidence. A baby is confident and you have grandchildren. So you can see that just like mm -hmm. they grab them, mm -hmm. grab their foot and put the big toe in the mouth. It's like the best mm -hmm. thing ever. And mm -hmm. everything is so interesting and curious. And as yes. we grow up and we are surrounded with <laughs> our society and our family. And I love how you said the word, like the well-meaning person said like who do you think you are and let's say they are really well meaning trying to quote unquote protect us from being hurt by hurting us hmm. and so we we start developing and it, it really starts in the beginning so as a little baby as a little child the one thing that we truly desire is unconditional love meaning to be loved and accepted for who we are and some people believe firmly that this is where, come, where we come from and this is where we're returning after we complete this life path. And so when we come into the 3D world and we receive conditional love from our parents and surroundings, meaning if you're a good girl and boy, then I will love you. If you do what I say, then I will love you. If not, there's a withdrawal of love. And so we start asking questions, what's wrong with me? We start personalizing it. We put it into our identity. And 99% of people on the planet have some level of I am not good enough belief running the program. And we can see that in their behaviors. So our beliefs drive our behaviors. If you have behaviors that are not serving you, I can guarantee you there's a belief underneath and you might not even be aware what it is. Right. But very often it's either I'm not good enough, I have to prove myself, uh, it looks like either an addiction, it looks like workaholism, it looks like pleasing others, it looks like a lot of arguments, it looks like poor me, uh, always horrible mm -hmm. things happen to me. So the life that you're living right now, the results, are a side effect of the belief that is running the show like an undercurrent. Right. And, and so, and you're right. You Most of the time, at, we don't even know about it. Most of the time, we're not aware that this script is, is con the show. And I just want to emphasize that mm -hmm. point, not to interrupt, but I want to emphasize that because most people believe that they are victims of circumstances and that's what's happening to them. But keep, keep going on how this gets embedded in the nervous system. You're, it's, this is so fantastic. Yeah. And look, some of us are victims when we grow up as, a, as human beings, you know, we're not, we, we are not like little turtles that, you know, our mother leaves us on the beach and, you know, good luck. We hmm. do de depend for the majority of our upbringing for someone to look after us, to feed us, to nourish us, to bathe us and clothe us. So at one point in our lives, we were dependent on others. And so we might have been 
victims. Some other people that are, you know, having philosophies of spirituality is like, no, your soul chose exactly that. So you can overcome it. And so you can teach other people to do the same. And when we grow up and I'm, I'm, I'm talking 16, 17, 18 or older and have the physical mental capa capacity to take our life into our own hands, this is the moment where we don't have to be a victim anymore. Life is not happening to us. We can change the reframe it. It's happening for us. And here's the yes. question. Okay. So now that I can look out and find myself a job, any job so that I've proved to myself, to the universe that I am willing to do what it takes to do to get out of the old and create something new. And there will be a, a period of hard, but sometimes in our life we come to a point of where we have to pick our heart, staying in the old, and staying in a victim mentality is hard. Creating something new, changing our beliefs, changing our brain habits is hard until it becomes easy and automatic habit. And so if you are able to listen to this show, I know that right now you have the ability to change something right now. Mm -hmm. And to realize, okay, what if life doesn't owe me anything? What if I owe it to myself? What if I can take responsibility and ask myself, what can I do right now? What are my skills? What are my qualities? Who can I ask for help? Where in the world can I look for evidence that it is possible to be who I want to be, live the life that I want to live, overcome what I need to overcome? And I can promise you it's possible because you start focusing on what's possible rather than just simmering on what's not working. Right. And, and all, of, all of this... Um, soup, let's just call it, that we live in. Um, I was listening to something this morning. I was talking about how when we're down on ourselves, we're, we're trudging through the mud. Um, and, and that is what it feels like when we're in struggle and effort mode and we have been put into conditions and literally put into a prison of restrictions about who we are and what the world means to us. Um, as we are in a negative vibrational space, of some of the conditioning. And unfortunately, most of our upbringing, most of our experiences craft this, this beautiful cage that we end up getting into. And it's something that starts to feel very unpleasant. And it, it feels unpleasant. And everyone has their, their different breaking point. Some people feel unpleasant for a moment and do something about it. Some people, it takes a day, a week, months, years. I was talking to a woman on one of our clarity calls yesterday, Miliana. And she left a, a pretty darn good job three years ago out of fear because there was a lot of rumors going on that people were going to lose their jobs. So she left and took another job. Um, all due respect to this, this beautiful soul. Um, wasn't really a great decision. Um, she's in sales and it, it wasn't easy for her to uh, capture leads and, and do the sales um, properly. So she began to decline in her income and feelings of self-worth. Uh, she has a young daughter, and um, things were going downhill. Well, she eventually lost that job, took another one, and this job was even worse. And eventually got fired like three or four months into it, and then took another job and got fired three weeks into that one. So what's happening is that she is on a spiral downward of negative energy, and she literally made choices in fear that she was super committed to. And she created an attractor pattern of fear and negativity 
that she has not been able to get out of. And so understanding the way the universe works, understanding how our nervous system works, this has captured her in not only a spiral energetically, but now her nervous system is completely fried from being under stress for at least these three years. Now, I'm sure she was under stress while she was having that nice job uh, three years ago just to work hard and, and do her thing. Um, but now her, um, her emotional sensing devices of, of whether anything can ever be good again are literally shut down and almost disabled by the fact that they have been on overdrive for so many years. And we see this so much in the work that we do, Miliana, don't we? That the, the, the capacity to change, the capacity to think there's something better is almost completely shut down because there's so much nervous system mm, overdrive. So it's like if we've driven our car to an empty tank, we can't possibly drive anymore. And it's almost as if we don't have the gas gauge on and we just don't know what's wrong with our car. Why won't it drive anymore? Why can't I get a great job? Why can't I get a job that's better? Well, it's because your tank is empty. Your tank is absolutely empty and you need to fill it back up. And, and we usually are talking to women in our workshop when they're somewhat at this point, not always this desperate, but they haven't had the career in life that they've imagined that they could have. So at some point in the pain process of it's not working out for me, somewhere in that pain process, they typically uh, reach out. And, um, and then we have a conversation about what's going on. And if we can fix it and things seem to be a right fit for our workshop, we get going on it. And Miliana, you know, as much as I do, uh, over the last couple of days, the women in our workshop has just been uh, exceedingly gushing with happiness and and positive things and breaking through a lot of the chains that they have had on them for, for literally for decades. And it's so beautiful to see. Um, we do, we do primarily three things in the work that we do together in my kick-ass career workshop. So the first thing that we do is we've got to get the nervous system back functioning properly. The physical body has to start functioning properly. If the nervous system, the basics of how we interact in this physical world, if that's not functioning well, there's no way in the world that you can make a good decision for yourself. So that's the first thing we do is we, we correct basically the nervous system. And it takes some time, doesn't it, Miliana, to repair that physiology. Um, it's like rewiring a house is electricity. It takes some time, but we get at it right away because it's the most important thing to do. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about about how this all works uh, so that we can guide folks to have an easy life. And then the second thing we do is we start to break down the programming and the conditioning that our clients have, have been conditioned to believe in a less empowering state. So we want to, we want to help them break through the conditioning that's holding them back. And we actually want to help them create and craft new conditioning because we're always operating under some type of conditioning. We want to help them craft new conditioning that empowers them and helps them see how awesome they are so they can navigate the world in an empowered, decisive, happy way. And then the third thing we do, because once you fix your nervous system and get empowered uh, belief systems, then you go out and get a freaking great job that matches what your resume looks like. But if you're not matching who you are inside, with the experience that you've had and the work that you've done, you're not going to get a cool, great job. And you're not going to be paid the amount of money in the marketplace that you deserve. And if you 
follow through the motions and if you take yourself through resume, LinkedIn, interviews, etc., and you're not feeling it inside and your nervous system and your inner belief systems are incongruent, you're not going to land great jobs. You might land jobs for less money. You might land jobs in toxic work environments, but that's not what we're going after. So when we heal the nervous system, bring the conditioning and the beliefs back into an empowered state, then we can navigate the world in this physical dimension in a powerful, beautiful, effective, productive way. And Miliana, I love the work that we do so much because we're, we're healing nervous systems, we're healing, healing souls, we're, we're, we're teaching people how to create um, uh, strategies and techniques that they can take on for the rest of their lives. And I, I'm so excited about the work that we get to do, um, partly because it comes out of my struggles and all the things that didn't go right for me. And it took me 25 plus years to learn all of this stuff. And we're able to help women navigate these things literally in, in days sometimes and definitely within weeks. And in a 12-week process, we really get women uh, recharged back up to be the beautiful souls that they were always meant to be. And if, and if you're listening to this first segment of Can Life Be Easy with me and my beautiful team member, Coach Miliana, you might be interested further in the work that I do and you can visit me. Uh, and learn more about it. I have a five shifts uh, free webinar I run virtually every day. And you can find that at mofall.com slash masterclass. And go ahead and uh, listen to the five shifts to bring your soul to work to land your dream job. I give you the, some nuggets there. We're going to talk further in the second half of this show about basically how we put this back together and how we help our clients and how you can start to believe and know and feel and experience how life can be easy. If you know that you need help, and if you know that you are in a situation like Miliana and I have described already today, and you want to go ahead and see if we can help you out, book a free clarity call with us, and we'd be happy to help sort out your career and what's really going on. Chances are things are deeper than you might think, and you can book that at mofall.com slash Give me clarity. We'll be back in a few minutes with uh, Coach Miliana. This is MoFall, MoFall.com. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And welcome back. I jumped the gun on the on the break coming back. <laughs> I'm so eager for this topic. <laughs> Uh, we would love a caller or two to join us for this juicy, lovely, absolutely deep and, and, and meaningful conversation that my, my colleague, team member, friend, um, Coach Miliana and I are having on how life can be easy. And we spent the first half of this show talking basically about why life isn't easy and how we get stuck 
with uh, suffering and struggle and all that other stuff that the human experience uh, leads us to in many, many cases. One of the ideas I would like to throw out to all of the beautiful souls listening to this show, Miliana, is what if life could be anything you want it to be? What if you could be anyone you want to be? And what if the world could be anything you want it to be? I talked in the first half about how we have two really significant belief systems that dominate how we navigate our life experience. And the first one is the belief systems on who we are. And the second one is the belief systems that we're committed to on on what the world is all about. What if you could write your own script? What if you could say to yourself, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, I'm going to have this, this is how my life is going to look, this is who I am, this is how I show up in the world, this is how I navigate. What if you gave yourself 100% permission to define who you are now? You just took yourself into that empowering role and said, this is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. And this is what I want to have an experience. What if right now you could do that? Why don't you go ahead? If you're listening to this, take this opportunity while Miliana and I continue to talk about this topic and write down, who do you want to be in the world? As if you can create it because Here's a news flash live from Unity Radio. News flash. You have the power to do that. But right now you're stuck in subconscious belief systems. So break out of that and just rewrite the script. And what if the world could be anything you want it to be? What if the world could be generous and friendly and supportive and helpful and interesting and easy to maneuver, and easy to move around in, and, and, and a, a place where you can get place A to B, and you can enjoy the best in the world, and you can have the best food, and the best friends, and, and hang out with cool people, and, and have meaningful experiences, and, and change the world just because you show up in different places to be who you are. What if that was the world? What if that is the world? Quantum physicists tell us cautionary tale here, people. This is not religion. This is science. Quantum physicists tell us that every possibility exists in the unified field in which we exist in. Scientists are helping us understand that scientifically, energetically, there, are, there is every possibility available to us as to what our reality can be. And we pick and choose like a jukebox player based on our belief systems. And I know that's not how I was raised. And I know that's not how Miliana was raised. And I know that's not how a lot of folks were raised. Can we possibly suspend the limited knowledge that we have and believe in a big, beautiful, greater possibility that we can literally write 
our ticket to what we want life to be like. We can literally write it. But most of us beautiful human beings are inching the constraints a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. Because typically speaking, our ego, our fear, and the other constraints that we have tucked in every single crevice of our soul are convincing us that the infinite possibilities do not exist. So could you spend a few minutes just pretending, if it has to be pretend, that it does exist and that you can create it and that life can be easy because in the imagination, all possibilities are born. You want to write that one down because this is basically what Albert Einstein told us. His work was 1905 to like the 1950s, 60s. Our imagination is our godliness, our creationness. And our ability to imagine an infinite possibility for us is exactly what we're here to do. We're here to expand. We're here to expand ourselves and the world in which we live in. So, listeners, please take this seriously. Your life depends on it. Craft the life and the world that you want to live in. And then Miliana and I are going to spend the next few minutes talking about how to go about that because it is possible. So if you're suffering and you're struggling, you can either A, call in here, <laughs> and we'd be happy to talk to you for a few minutes. We won't change your life in a call-in, but we'd be happy to set you in the right direction. If you would like to work directly with Miliana and I and my other coaches and other awesome, beautiful professional women who are all on the same track of up-leveling their lives, getting the career they want, the life they want. Uh, Miliana, we had some great comments from some of our ladies over the past couple of days that just keep tickling my heart thinking about it, where their lives have been changed to a level where they never really imagined being able to be happy. Um, your best bet at working with me is to book a clarity call. And that can be booked. It's an online scheduling system. I know it sounds like, oh, just book a clarity call. It, we use an online scheduling system. So it's really easy for people to access uh, my calendar and my career breakthrough strategist calendars. And we go through a very professional, very in-depth discussion with you about your career and your life. And we kind of break it down like you're going through a diagnostic machine on your career and life and talk to you about what's really going on and help you understand and get the absolute 100% clarity on what the obstacles are, what are the consequences, and what could it look like. And certainly if there's a match for working together, we'll talk about that. It's not always the case. Uh, we've had some beautiful women this week who uh, we sent on their way with some great ideas and some, some tips that, that just we just really weren't the right match for them, which is totally fine. Mofall.com slash give me clarity is how you can make your reservation and get yourself going uh, on the possibility of really, really having a life transforming uh, situation going on for yourself. Miliana, I want to cover one thing before we go into um, how we move people into life is easy. And, and that one thing is exactly 
I'll just say the, let's talk about the thing that people can't grab a hold of. And that is, um, in some instances, people cannot really grab a hold of letting go of, of, of their struggle because it's inherently a part of who they see themselves to be. So let's talk about that for a couple of minutes before we dive into like the upside of all this. Can you, can you address that? Why do people get so married to their struggle? Yeah. Oh, I love the question, Mo. And I love the exercise that you invited all the listeners to do, which is really yeah. now is the time to do it as we are on the radio, because as you're allowing yourself to write down who do you want to be, like the greatest expression you can imagine, what do you desire to do, what do you want to have an experience, you will balance against the limiting beliefs that come up. So this is a beautiful yes. exercise to get clarity of what might be holding you back. And when you look mm-hmm. at it from a place of curiosity and compassion, you know, what is holding you back? What are the emotions coming up? Maybe it's, maybe it's fear, maybe it's anger, maybe it's like, yeah, maybe it's possible for someone else, but not for me. All this is information and data that you can use to transform and get, get into the place of really being who you want to be, have what you want to have, do what you want to do. And so I absolutely do the exercise right now if you have the, you know, paper and pen. And mm-hmm. why, why it's so hard to let go of the struggle mode it's because it's almost like a home base. It's what's familiar. <laughs> it's, uh, it's our, it's what we know. And we can see that a lot in um, not so positive relationships, abusive relationships, where when you look from the side, you wonder like, why is the person going back to that relationship? And very often it's because that's what they believe is possible for them. So it's back to belief. That's what they believe they deserve. So it's deservability. And it's interesting that human beings are more comfortable in the familiar than in the new. Because the new, yes, can bring something much better and easier and graceful and change. Um, But here's another limiting belief that people believe and stay in a very toxic relationships or even like toxic self-talk is what if it can what if it's worse if I change and that is almost like a story that keeps them in the story you know well this is what I know you know I am totally unhappy my soul feels dead I'm not fulfilled but it's what I know what if it can get worse so it's another limiting negative spiraling down question and Here's a a scientific research that 90% of our worries do not come true. So Mm -hmm. if you think about how much you worry about and that 90% actually never happens, the the odds are for you. They really are. And before we make a a drastic decision of, okay, you know, I I allow myself to stay in the struggle, but I will play (laughs) with the idea of what else is out there. Like, are there people out there that are truly happy and fulfilled and are living from a place of inner peace and harmony and are liking themselves and do have fulfilling careers and relationships and relationships with themselves and the income that they are totally excited about? And when you mentioned expectations, very often our expectations are based on our past and what has already been seen. So that's where exchange your expectations with imagination. 
Yes, exactly. Think and about yesterday. Think about yep, what else ahead. is possible. Yeah. Right. Yesterday I was doing a, a Facebook Live, which, as you know, I, 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 I do quite regularly. I, um, I was talking just exactly about that topic, that if we're going to increase our compensation level or our title, we better start hanging around with people who are at that level and at that compensation level and are enjoying life in that way. If we're hanging out with people, all due respect to everyone's friends and family, but if we're hanging out with people who are at a lower level of experience, all due respect to everyone on the planet here, but if you are reaching for a higher level experience, you've got to hang out with people who are at or above that experience level so that your concepts of life and what's possible can begin to expand. Because you are right, so often if we don't have evidence somewhere out there that it is possible, we're typically not going to grab onto it being possible because our fear, our constraints will dominate the show. So it is super, super important that if you're going anywhere where you haven't been before, you must find people who have been there. You must not travel alone because it will be dark, A, and B, you will not be able to navigate it as smartly as you could with someone who's been there, which is, as you know, Miliana, the reason why we have a group format in my coaching workshop is to give everyone the experience of not being alone. And all of us coaches have been through equal or sometimes even more uh, situations than we, than we have our clients go through or that we, have, uh, we are coaching them through. Let's talk about how we take people through a life-can-be-easy journey. And um, we talked earlier about the three components that we basically uh, work with our clients on. One is nervous system. Two is their belief system. And then three is helping them execute in the, in the world to get the result that they want. Let's talk nervous system. How do we go from having a frazzled, dead, depleted, empty gas tank type of nervous system? How do we get that back on track? Um, and we, we probably have about 10 or so minutes here, Miliana. So let's kind of give the <laughs> short version of, of what Pretty we do and, and help, yeah. help our fo folks out. Yeah, absolutely, Mo. So with your central nervous system, um, if you had a lot of negative experiences and trauma, it's almost like our central nervous system is fried and in constant fight, flight, freeze. And from the beginning, we take you through daily routines and teach you ways how to self-coach. And throughout the workshop, what I love is there's a lot of very powerful meditations and mental tools that literally help calm down the central nervous system and get it out of the fight and flight so you can think clearer you can feel clearer and you make decisions based mm -hmm. on the truth not based on the past fear that is keeping your central nervous system busy so you get a lot of yes. mental and physical energy back so that's something some of the tools that we use from brain science science of success um you know scientific uh, ways of meditating and reflection and journaling and that way is, you know, many, many ways how we can calm down the central nervous system and start making it work for us. Yeah. Let me just make a comment a little bit on that. Um, every now and then we run into someone who is either not familiar with meditation, doesn't like it, uh, has had a ne negative experience or thinks that it's just hocus pocus or whatever they think. Here's, here's, here's the real science, folks. Um, 
meditation's first goal is to take you from a reactionary nervous system lifestyle, which is the fight or flight or freeze that Miliana mentioned, which in physiology, physiological terms is called the sympathetic nervous system, to a relaxation-based nervous system called the parasympathetic. And I don't really even mean relaxation like sleepy. I'm talking about changing the chemical composition of the, the chemistry floating in your bloodstream that is either going to switch your brain off into the nervous stress response. Basically, when you're, when you're stressed out, your brain is switched off in many areas. Believe it or not, that's what's happening. That's why people get stupid, make bad decisions, get in car accidents, have arguments, etc., because the freaking best parts of the brain are shut down. So we don't want that life. We want you to be in a life where your, your brain is functioning optimally. So that's technically called the parasympathetic nervous system response, where there's chemicals that help your brain function optimally. And that's technically called the relaxation side of your nervous system. But you can be functioning in life in a parasympathetic chemical environment for your physiology. And when you do meditation, you are teaching your nervous system and your brain and your uh, heart and lungs how to be in that state. And when you start meditating, you're doing it for the time that you're meditating, and it usually doesn't trickle too far outside of that time frame. But as you practice and do meditation on a regular basis, which is what we basically encourage and tell our clients to do, because the only way they can get the result they want is by having a general practice of being in the better side of the nervous system. So when we do that, now more things are possible. The brain works better. The, the body is calmed down. The body actually has more energy because it's not, it's not using all of its fuel for nervousness. And now we can get somewhere. So meditation is the number one antidote for taking a nervous brain and nervous system that is stressed out, overtaxed, into optimal functioning. Meditation is not a religion. It is not some practice of belief system. It is literally taking your body to an optimal functioning place. And we do that through breath and through focus and through time in that state. Studies have shown that 20 minutes a day for 90 days, and you never want to quit. If you do it for 90 days in a row, you'll never want to go back to not meditating, literally wires the brain in the areas that connect the two hemispheres of the brain together so you are more brilliant, smarter, better problem solver, better communicator. The hippocampus and the corpus callosum come more tightly wound together in nervous fibers to function optimally. It's... You cannot take pills to do this. There's no pill that's going to do this. Daily practice of meditation. Miliana, is it not our number one go-to? And, and, and the women who really do this and commit to it have such amazing results in our workshop. Yeah, absolutely, Mel. And it's a, a reflection of qualities that I love, which are, is self-mastery and self-discipline. Yes. And, and it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't cost anything to become a great meditator. All right, let's zoom through into the beliefs. We've talked a lot about the beliefs. And when we are helping our ladies um, relax their nervous system and start to recraft their belief system, um, we basically just help them effectively rewrite the script of I'm worthless, I'm never going to get anywhere to empowering beliefs. And we do this 
over time. Um, sometimes we have to be very programmatic about it, right, Miliana? Sometimes we have to literally have our folks write down the beliefs that they want to actually embody and almost have them memorize them like they're like their multiplication tables. Talk about shifting belief mm -hmm. systems. Well, our belief is, beliefs are influencing our behaviors, our decisions, our actions, uh, part of our identity, quality of our life, quality of our work, quality of our performance. So when you look at your life from a place of truth and facts and reality and ask yourself, am I expressing excellence in every part of my life? And you can also say, you know, well, five out of 10, Nine out of ten, one out of ten. Uh, just right. know that it's there's a, just a limiting belief running in the background that is not serving you. And so when you change limiting beliefs into empowering beliefs, your behaviors will be a reflection of that and will serve you and your results. Your action yes. will serve you. You will have um, excellent work performance, life performance, quality of life. So changing beliefs changes everything. Yeah, and if I believe that my boss is going to listen to me versus my boss is not going to listen to me. I'm just going to, I'm going to be different at working with my boss. And if oh, yeah. I need to convince myself at first of that reality, because I haven't seen it yet, then we have to go through that little wobbly legged phase of transitioning our belief systems from what the old habits are. And there, there is indeed a wobbly legged space when we're crafting new beliefs. We, we really have to point out for ourselves the evidence of, of what that new belief is. And, and if we look around well enough, we can find that. We just have a few more minutes here, Miliana, and I want to talk a little bit about once we get the nervous system uh, functioning optimally and we can start dreaming and imagining and problem solving in a positive way, we can stack up great beliefs and we can start to believe in something new. And, and, and the way we do it, we actually coach our ladies through navigating a new belief structure because it does sometimes take some professional hand-holding to get through the, well, I don't know if that's true, and I don't know, and I don't know. And as you know, Miliana, we've had some women uh, through the workshop who are a little bit more committed to their old beliefs than some others, and, and we just do pull out every, every coaching technique in the book. Once we, once we get people kind of in the, in the right way, um, what does that path toward getting a, a positive result sometimes look like? Let's, let's talk about the path toward getting life to be easy. When you... When you come into your nervous system and your body works with you with optimal health and performance, when you have empowering beliefs that run runs in the background and therefore um, is the determining factor of your behavior and actions, the results come to you with ease. That's when we go into, yes, life can be easy. And you've done the background work, you've done of letting go of what doesn't show you unlearning a lot of unlearning of which what is not unlearning. true and right. that's where the results come to you that's when you come from a place of like of course i can get a raise of course mm -hmm. i'm going to get a promotion of course i'm going to do well in the interview you're coming from a place of i'm going to go to the interview and i will have fun and i will with enlightened confidence tell them mm -hmm. this is what i can bring to your to your company it's a give and take. Mm -hmm. You come into, into mm -hmm. a flow of, yes, I want this job because it's going to provide me with, you know, with, with income and with developing our career. And at the same time, I'm providing something to your company as well. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so, folks, here's, here's the message I want every week 
for the listeners here to understand. And that is you can have the life that you want. It's how you commit yourself to a process where something new is possible for you. And there are techniques and there are guides and there are healers because you're going to need a little bit of all of that in order to change how you look at life in order for life to be changed for you. You are going to have to embrace a new possibility and that takes time to do because most of us are playing the game on the stage that we've been on for decades, playing the same role with the same belief systems. And it does take some time to reconstruct that. Miliana, I've had a lot of fun hanging out with you and talking about this topic. You and I have had so many, so many great topics, uh, great conversations that is on some of these topics over the years that we've known each other. And it's been really, really a blessing um, to know you, to, to watch you come alive as well in your fully empowered self. It's always a delight to spend time with you. Folks, if you would like to really learn how to do this and how to change your life, how to have a better career path and trajectory, come find out mofall.com slash masterclass. And I'll tell you all about it in my five shifts to bring your soul to work. Free training mofall.com slash masterclass. We'll see you next week here on Bring Your Soul to Work on Unity Radio. This is Coach Mo Fall, and I'm delighted you came to listen. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.